0: No, man, I'm excited to be here tonight. And, uh, I want to throw a few disclaimers out to begin with because I'm not a Matt. Uh, one of my gifting is, is, uh, not, uh, sharing or preaching. And, uh, I can talk, uh, and I enjoy, uh, sharing my experiences, but, uh, that's about as far as it goes. And, uh, you know, you really don't realize, uh, how goofy you sound. Until you hear yourself on tape, see, I know there's a bunch of you out there right now going, "Man, this guy sounds like a hick," and I agree with you because uh, you know the first time I heard myself on tape, I said, "Man, dude, you're country," and uh, and I am, but that's 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 how I was raised. So I'm excited to be here tonight and to share with you a little bit. Uh, Proverbs twelve eleven says, "Whoever works his land will have plenty of bread." but he who follows worthless pursuits lacks sense. How many of you guys, uh, how many of you guys get a, an allowance on a weekly basis or a monthly basis? Any of y'all in here get an allowance? Huh? Get your hands up there. I can't see you. Yeah. All right. How many of y'all got to do chores in order to achieve that allowance? Man, do y'all, do y'all really enjoy doing those chores? No? No? What do you do it for then? Money. For the money. Right? Initially, initially that's how it starts out. Man, we're all excited to get started in life and and to develop a opportunity to make money, right? Uh whether that's our our daily chores or weekly chores or whether that's your your first job. But I want you to I want you to think about something right quick. Since You've been doing chores. Has those chores changed you in any way? Anybody in here? Has chores changed you in any way? Yeah. All right. They they give you some experience. They teach you how to grow up hard. And... Be able to step into a workforce when you get a little bit older in life and become a productive part of society, right? How about you, Keely? Has has your chores paid off? What's some of the things that you have to do? Okay. What about as far as animals go? You have to feed your rabbits every day, right? But there's a reward from that, isn't there? Yeah, because she gets to show those rabbits, and then those rabbits get to sell, and she gets that profit off of those rabbits, you know. And and that's what we do. We we put in effort in order to re get, to gain and return on that effort, and, and it all starts out around money. But I want you to know that that money is is not the answer. See, money will never make you happy. Money makes things a little bit easier but it's not what brings uh real happiness uh just share a little bit about you as i was growing up uh, i grew up on a farm and when you turned eight years old on the farm that's when you began to drive the tractor and run the plow during the summer so at eight years old i'll never forget it was at thanksgiving i was eight that summer, I was going to get to start driving the tractor. My grandma asked me, you know, what I was excited about this next year, and I said, "Man, I'm excited about being able to drive the tractor." You know, because that meant I was older, bigger, mature, and in uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, and not only did we have to drive the tractor, but we also had to feed the animals. That's something we had to do every morning. I milked a milked a cow every morning before school. We took turns. There was there was four of us brothers. And so we took turns a week at a time milking a cow every morning before school because uh, that's what we drank was was uh, home-raised milk. Uh, and I didn't really enjoy getting up at 5.30 or 6 in the morning to go milk the cow, but that's what it took on the farm in order to survive, you know, because, uh, you know, we we didn't have much money, right? We were just getting by. I had my first real job when I was 12 years old. Uh, i decided i wanted to mow lawns and so uh, i talked my uh, stepdad into uh, buying a lawnmower and let me pay him back for that and so that summer uh, i mowed lawns uh push more and uh, paid off for that lawnmower and then started saving up some money and uh you know there's there's satisfaction in doing something on your own and doing it well and uh I started learning that at an early age. When I was uh, 13, there was a local farmer that that needed some help, and so uh, he asked if I might be willing to come work for him, and I said, sure, and uh, I was excited because that was the real paying job, right? I didn't get paid to plow on the farm, but when it's for somebody else, I was going to get paid, and uh, so, man, I was excited about that and, and got to plowing every day, and you know, when you sit on a on a tractor by yourself, with back then we didn't have radios, no air conditioner, no music, just you and in the, the dust and the sun. Uh, you know, it gets old. It gets monotonous. Uh, and I want to tell you, anything you do in life, day after day, week after week, month after month, has a tendency to become mundane or, or monotonous it's the same thing over and over and over again and so you've got to make a decision of where your joy comes from right you can be joyful in any circumstance uh, but it is a decision and I remember man there was times uh, about that second month into that that uh, I had to get up and go plow and I did not want to do it at all but because I committed to him uh, that I would, uh, I did. And um, as uh, I began to think about that when Matt asked me to put this uh, talk together, uh, I began to think back about those times. And I started working hard at a young age. But I truly believe that that started paying off for me right then. My hard work at eight and 12 and 13 started shaping me and forming me into the person I am today. And, uh, you know, I'm proud about the way I work. I I don't think there's anybody that can work me under a table. Um, it's just I'm competitive. And if, if you, somebody tells me they're gonna, they're gonna work me. Under the table. I mean, here we go. We're going to get after it, man. But, uh, I take satisfaction in doing something and doing it really well. And for me, uh, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, uh, whether it's cleaning water tanks, whether it's welding, uh, whether it's moving chairs around this church, whether it's going and helping somebody, uh, it's all about doing it and doing it well um you know but when you do something over and over and over again you gotta you gotta decide down inside here why are you doing it are you doing it for that check are you doing it for that money uh and initially that's how it all starts but you gotta you gotta decide really where you're gonna draw your satisfaction from. Are you gonna draw that satisfaction from depositing a hundred dollars in the bank at the end of the week? Or are you gonna draw that satisfaction from stepping back and looking at what you've put your effort to and saying, man, that was hard. But you know what? It looks good. I feel good about what I accomplished. Um because i tell you if if you're just doing it for the money one of these days you'll wake up and you'll feel like you're not getting paid for what you're worth and i can say that with all honesty because i felt that because there was a point where i did do things for the money there was a point where i thought it was all about the money and and i finally realized that no amount of money is going to make me happy. It makes life a little easier, right? It makes things a little easier, but it doesn't produce joy. Joy is a decision that comes from inside each one of us. And, uh, you know, a, an employer can never pay you what you're worth. You know, when you go to get that job, and it doesn't matter where that job is, whether, whether it's at, at Wendy's or at the high school or you know, with the city or, you know, somebody like me, it doesn't matter. They can't pay you what you're worth because they got to be able to make a profit. So they're going to pay you enough to keep you satisfied in order for them to make a profit. And that's how their business becomes successful. And so if you're doing it for the money, I promise you, sooner or later, you're going to be dissatisfied because you're going to think that he's not being fair. Um, let me share with you where true satisfaction comes from. Colossians 3, 23 through 24 says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for man, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. So think about that a minute. Everything that you do, whether it's take out the trash, whether it's clean up your room, make your bed, are you doing that to satisfy your folks? Are you doing that to satisfy Christ? Makes you look at it a little differently, huh? If you'll put it in perspective of I want to please my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in everything I do, then it becomes much easier to put your hand at the task that you have to do and go do it because it's not just for the money. It's for the satisfaction that you do a job well done. It's for the satisfaction and knowing that Jesus is watching and Jesus says, well done, Right? You know, I think, like I said earlier, the hard work uh, I put in early has rewarded me ever since the day I started. Um, and I think that's true for for each and every one of us. Just like the young gentleman said, it, it prepares you for what's to come uh, a few years down the road. The money didn't shape me, right? Money's not going to shape you. But the satisfaction in the job that you did do, the satisfaction in knowing that you know Christ is proud of you for the effort that you put in—that's what'll shape you. That's what'll form you into be the men and women uh, that God's got you uh, called to be. You know, you can be content doing anything. Contentment is a choice. And you can be content doing whatever you enjoy doing, you know uh, when i was when I was young, I wanted to mow lawns and and I found satisfaction in mowing lawns and as I got a little older, that changed, and I had other interests, and that became around cattle and and uh, I've worked in the feed yard industry for been in one feed yard for forty two years now, and you know that brings me joy, that brings me contentment um You know, and if if you enjoy cleaning, man, find somewhere where you can go and be paid to clean, whether that be at a hotel, motel, whether a cleaning agency, and enjoy what you do and be satisfied in the job that you do and get paid for it too. That's a win-win situation all the way around. You know, I think today's employers are, are looking for... Uh, certain things in young men and women. And this is a part I hope you all really listen to and I hope you you all get. Uh, I'm going to put four points out there f- for you that I believe every employer is looking for. Um, and I think the number one thing is they're looking for somebody that's responsible. Right? They're looking for somebody that's polite that's willing to work hard, and that's dependable. And you know, if you have those attributes, they're usually noticed, and people usually get promoted accordingly. So if, if you want to be able to work more hours or make more money, if you have those qualities, odds are they're going to be noticed, they're going to be valued, and they're going to promote you accordingly. You know, when, when I talk about responsible, um, uh, you know, one of the things I mean is when you're given something to do, you need to do it until it's done and done right. You know, I've trained a lot of college students that's worked for me over the 42 years. And what I've realized is very few people really know how to work because they just haven't had the experience. And so part of my role is to teach them how to work. So when they do get out of college or high school or whatever, they can go and be a productive member of society and be able to go and work for anybody. And so I'm always talking about do it right, do it right the first time, and do it well. You know, and uh, you know, and if you stick with something and, and uh, that you're supposed to do and you get it done, when you're done, you need to find something else to do. You need to be observant. You need to be looking around for what else can you do on that job to be productive, or you need to go and ask your your boss or your employer, "Hey, what would you like me to do next? I, I've done what you asked me to do. What do you want me to do next?" You know, uh, <clears throat> my granddaughter Michaela worked for me when she was fourteen, and uh, worked out the feed yard with me. We had a dog kennel, and we had sixty four kennels, sixty four dogs. Uh, lots of barking, lots of poop, lots of smell. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't fun, but we had to feed those dogs every day. We had to wash those kennels down every day and we had to squeegee them dry every day. And, uh, that summer she was 14. She worked for me all summer long. I took her out there every day and me and her cleaned those kennels every day. And, uh, it was early on, you know, that first week or two and, and, uh, of course, I was teaching her. I was worshiping. She was coming behind me, squeegeeing. And, and uh, I noticed that there was eight or 10 pins that I'd already washed so that she wasn't squeegeeing on. I looked up and she was sitting up at the end of the barn, sitting on a chair, looking at her phone. And so I went up to her and I said, uh, am I paying you by the hour? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, what are you doing sitting down looking at your phone? And I said, she said, well, I got kind of caught up, so I was letting you get ahead of me. And I said, well, I'm paying you by the hour to work, not to sit here and look at your phone. I said, if you get through with something, you either find something to do or you come ask me and I'll give you something else to do. But don't be sitting down looking at your phone when I'm paying you by the hour. And uh, that took her back a little bit. But I promise you it was a lesson that, her current employer values very highly. She works at, at BSA right now. And I promise you, they love the way this girl works because she don't sit around. And it's the same way for you. You're getting paid. If you're working for somebody, you're getting paid. They're paying you to, to be working, not looking at your phone, not talking, not doing any of that other stuff. So when you get done, go find something else that needs to be done uh, or go ask your boss, um, uh, what you can do next. You know, I told Michaela, I said, if I ever catch you sitting down when I'm paying you by the hour again, I said, you're fired. And you might think that's hard. I just think that's real. Because, see, that's what's going to happen out in the real world. Others aren't going to accept that. I can't accept it either, not even from my own grandkids. Um, let's see what's next here. Be polite. Uh, be kind, courteous, respectful because ultimately wherever you're working the customer is who pays your job your salary your hourly wage right it doesn't matter where you're at you're 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 usually working and producing for somebody else and they're the ones that ultimately, uh, buy something or pay for something, and that's where your wages come through. So uh, a boss, an employer, is looking for somebody who's polite. They're looking for somebody that works hard. Like I said, don't sit around talking just because everybody else is gathered around the Coke machine and talking. Uh, set the example. Uh, stay Stay consistent. Employers notice that. And don't let somebody else's bad habits rub off on you right if if you start hanging around the the coke machine talking looking at phones all that other stuff it's just not long and and you're the one doing it on your own so don't let somebody else's bad habits uh, rub off on you uh be dependable for me that means showing up on time if not a little bit early uh don't look for excuses not show up hey it's snowing roads are slick well the job's still got to be done. You better be there. Um, you know, I tell everybody that works for me if you show up late three times, you're fired. Everybody has a flat tire. Everybody forgets to set their alarm every now and then. If it's over three times, it's a habit. So be dependable. Uh, be willing to go the extra mile. It's usually noticed. Treat the employer's business as if it was your own. You really want to be recognized? Let him know that you care about his business and that you're willing to do what it takes to help his business succeed, and, and that'll be noticed. And I believe in the long run you'll be rewarded for that. Is that always money? No. Sometimes it's other things. Sometimes maybe it's extra hours sometimes maybe it's more responsibility right but i tell you satisfaction comes from a job well done and it comes from inside of here not from a paycheck you know we can be happy in doing anything that we choose it's a choice happiness is a choice and you can be happy no matter what it is when i hire someone i'm paying them to work And for me, it doesn't matter what it is. If I'm paying you, you better be willing to work. And so I always, uh, I always tell everybody, Hey, if you're going to go and you're going to apply for the job, be sure and always ask them what is expected of you. That way you're not mad or frustrated when somebody asks you to go clean the bathrooms or mop the floors. Or do something like that right they're paying you it shouldn't matter but if you know up front what's expected of you then your feelings shouldn't get hurt when you're asked to go do something you know for uh, I, I grew up uh, without any money essentially we were broke you know but broke is a condition Right? We weren't poor. Poor is a, a mental state. There's a difference between being broke and being poor. Being broke is a condition that you can change, being poor is a mental attitude of victimization. And so I don't think anybody in here is poor. No. There's probably multiple of us in here that's broke or been broke. But I tell you what, you can change that. And you can be happy with money or without money. You know, over the last 12 years, I've been to Kenya eight times. Over to... uh, Third world countries. People that have nothing. Seven, eight-year-old boys and girls taking care of their little one, two, three-year-old siblings so their parents can go and work. Girls eight, nine, ten, twelve years old, walking five miles to get a couple gallons of water that they can drink. Every day. Multiple times a day. They don't get paid for it. They don't get allowance for it. They do it to survive. And I've seen people with more joy than the richest people in the world because they got their joy from inside. They got their joy knowing that they could change things and, that change, and things can be better. They just had to be willing to put in the effort to make it better. And so that's the one thing I want to leave with you. I know there's some of you in here that would like to have a new bike or a new car, new motorcycle. Guess what? You can have it if you're willing to go and put in the work to attain it. Is it easy? No. Is it worth it? It can be. Is it satisfying, man, I believe that's the most satisfying thing there is. You know, for forty two years, I've worked at a feed yard, fifty and sixty hours a week, six and seven days a week, and almost every year, there's spans where I may work two to four months without a day off. That's what i I chose that field. that's what I went into. Would I rather have a day off? Yeah. But that's what it takes in order for things to get done. And what I figured out in life, the sooner you put your hands to it, the sooner you're going to get it done. And so what I know is the best thing I can do is put my head down, go to work, get it done, and then I can go do what I want to do. But everything I do In those 42 years, I've drawn my satisfaction from the job that I've done, feeling good about doing the best I could. And so I want to encourage you, life's not easy, success takes work, it takes effort But it can be just as satisfying as you want it to be. It's just a choice. And it can be just as joyful, joyful, joyful as you want it to be. It's just a choice.